Hi, welcome back to another episode of Danbury Business in Conversation. Today we've got Wes Partington, the Managing Director of AFC Files Community Foundation, which is a non-profit organisation who help better people's lives and prospects across the coast of Files. Wes is a really interesting guy and he's got a very unique perspective on the power of sport and education within the community. So we can't wait for you to hear more about this on today's episode. So Wes, I was wondering whether you could tell us a little bit about the foundation and the AFC Files and everything that comes with the foundation. All right, okay, so my name's Wes. Um, I'm the director at AFC Fylde Community Foundation. Um, we're the official charity of AFC Fylde, the football club. Um, basically, we have 20 full-time members of staff. Uh, we're solely focused on the community. Uh, we utilise the branding of AFC Fylde to help people, help local people, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're a child as young as two or an older person as, as old as 92. Okay. Um, we have a, a broad range of different programmes that we run. Uh, and we, well, our aims are to improve health and well-being, to improve employability and training, and to uh, create stronger communities. Oh, lovely. Okay. Well, I've seen on your website that you're running a few projects at the minute. Mm. I was just wondering whether you could tell us a little bit more about each of them. What we do, yeah. yeah. So, um, so the charity is split up into three different departments. Um, so we have a schools department, which takes care of all our schools coaching, whether it's PPA cover, after school clubs, things like that. Um, we have an employability section, which helps people get into jobs, helps people with qualifications and training. Mm-hmm. And we also have a community development side, which supports uh, people like you know refugees, people with disabilities. Um, we've just secured funding from the National Lottery to run a programme for older people that are, that are struggling with social isolation. So we have a broad range of programmes, and I'd like to think that you know if there is anybody living in the Fowl Borough that need support um, we are that organization that go-to organization that you know people can yeah, reach out to and, and if we can't provide that support yeah. then we do have them links locally okay. um, you know to, to provide you know exit routes for them and other support oh know. amazing well I've seen af- that you've had like 10 years at Wigan Athletic yes. so what's it been like working with the foundation on a smaller scale so when I first started at Wigan um, I was on frontline delivery, so that's where I developed my passion for the community work that we do. Um, I kind of built myself up into an assistant director role. Um, so when I was there, I saw the business and I was part of the business going from seven staff to 48 when I left. Okay. Um, and I just felt I got to a point where I needed that next step in my career. Um, in the football industry, in this industry, there's only so many football clubs. Um, within the country, let alone the charities that are associated yeah. with them. So these opportunities don't come about that often. Mm-hmm. Um, when I looked at the file job, it was, you know, I, it had to match my ambitions as an individual. Uh, we've got a great chairman. He's got ambitions for the Football League. Um, the, when, I, when I turned up for my interview, the facilities that were there were unbelievable for the level that we're at. Yeah. Um, you know, it can compete with anybody up to championship level easily. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, when I sat down with the chairman and, and the trustees, it was it was a right match for me. Yes, it's a smaller organisation, but I felt um, I had the skills to bring over to make a success of it. You know, yeah. I've been here almost three years now, and um, I'd like to think that we've done that. I've um, almost, well, I'd like to like to say almost um, tripled our income. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, amazing! Yeah, well, wow. When I started, we had three or four projects. It was in the height of COVID, but now we're looking at over 20 programmes that we're running. Oh my gosh, so, yeah. that is amazing. So how much, obviously because it's foundation mm. and with football, how much does the success of each game like have impact on the foundation? Does uh, it From a football it? club? Yes. Um, to be honest, <clears throat> because we're independently separate, <clears throat> we're a separate entity. 
we're a registered charity, so financially we're completely separate. Yes, okay. we have the badge and we use the power of the badge to help people. Yeah. Um, we have our own social media channels, we have our own um, own programmes, things like that. So we are separate. However, um, you know, we do benefit from player appearances, we do uh, benefit from players coming down to our sessions, giving up their time, uh, you know, which does inspire people. You know, on a match day, a match day is a match day. Yeah. A football club, if the football club aren't performing, that doesn't mean we're not performing. Yeah. Um, you know, we have our own objectives, we have our own values as an organisation. Uh, we have our own culture that I set and, you know, as a senior management team, we set. Okay. Uh, and that's what we follow every day. So, you know, we, you know, for me, it's about performing, every member of staff performing at the, be the best that they can be. Yeah. Um, and if that, and if the football team is losing a game, then it's nothing to do with us. We just kind of represent the football club in a good way. Okay, amazing. So obviously the budgeting is vastly different compared to like what Manchester United and like bigger teams like that yeah. get. But what are the similarities, would you say? So the, the, the main difference is in terms of league position for, you know, a club like uh, Manchester, Manchester United and ourselves, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of funding from the Premier League. Yeah. Um, okay. So a lot of the TV rights money does get donated to, you know, good causes. Yeah. You know, some, you know, a lot of the time that do, does go unnoticed. Yeah. Um, but as you filter down the pyramid, the money gets less and less. So yeah. we do receive minimal funding uh, from the National League Trust through the Premier League. Um, so the majority of our funding is... You know, self-made. It comes through me and our, my senior management team. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to think that the level we're at, we're competing at a high level. Yeah. Um, in terms of you know our size, um, thinking of other clubs that are in the football league, you know we are bigger than, than some that are in the football yeah, league. Definitely. But I think that just comes down to um, ambitions of a trustee board. Yeah. And um, so my trustee board are very ambitious. I I put the majority of it together when mm -hmm. I came on board. And everybody has to buy into you know what direction we're going in. I, when I came in, I was like, right, we need to be a, you know try and get to a million turnover. Yeah. That'd be you know making sure that anybody that um, anybody that wants to come into contact with the foundation needs support from the foundation. Mm. You know, we're there to help. Yeah. Um, so my aim is to be the go-to provider. Okay. Um, but yeah, from a budgeting, it yeah you, yeah, you do get less money. Yeah, yeah. Further down the pyramid, you are unfortunately, but. We're successful. Yeah. We're doing well at the minute. Um, Definitely. And that, you know, we've, we've had another good year, so. Yeah, that's all that counts. Mm -hmm. So I know you mentioned about you having 20 full time <coughs> employees, but are there any job part timers or? So, the majority of our staff are full time. Oh, right, okay. Um, we have volunteers and part time staff. Okay. Um, but the majority of staff are full time. Okay. Um, when we write funding applications and bids and things like that, we try and marry it up with, you know, if we are successful, um, that'll pay for a full-time member of staff. So to give you an example, um, I'm working alongside BAE Systems. Oh, okay. Business, yeah. And I've just found out this morning that the Veterans Foundation are going to be supporting oh my gosh. Um, a full-time veterans role. Okay. So BAE are going to contribute half to that and um, the Veterans Foundation are going to contribute half to that. So, you know, when we go out and look for funding, it's we're trying to get full-time roles or yeah. at least part-time roles to, to make that difference in the local community. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Would you say it makes a big difference? Oh, massive. Yeah. Massive. I mean, um, BA have, have funded us for the past two years. Okay. Um, but what they've, you know, from, from what they've seen and, and what we do to support our local veterans, and I'm not just saying it because I'm, I'm biased because I work there and I'm the director, but it's unbelievable. Some yeah. Of the, some of the stories that... Um, 
you know, some of the stories that we get through supporting our, our local veterans that have maybe come out of Wheaton Barracks, yeah. that have um, resided in the local, you know, in Fowled, wow. um, is unbelievable. Yeah. And, and to be fair, the Veterans Foundation have funded us before, and for them to come back and say, we'll give you another two years with the funding, it's just a testament to, to Lee, who's our officer. Yeah. Um, so Lee did 22 years in the Army. Oh he came out of Wheaton Barracks, and now he's full-time with us. Okay. So as a community organisation, mm. that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, a local veteran supporting local veterans. Yeah. Oh my, just as an example yeah oh my gosh that's amazing so yeah. with that what would you say you look for in people when you are hiring good question mm. been, been yeah. hiring for a position past couple of days yeah. for me um <laughs> depends what role it is so you know we're looking for somebody that's passionate yeah you know and i'm i'm probably not the only one in our industry that will say this but you're never going to be a millionaire working in our charitable sector yeah it's all about the passion yeah. and I make sure that every single person I interview or my staff interview, they understand that. Um, you know, one of our values is pride in our work. And for me, pride comes before everything. If you're not passionate about what you do, then especially in this industry, then there's no point you getting no. involved. Yeah, yeah. So I look first and foremost, can I look in somebody's eyes? Can I see that they've got a passion for, for making a difference to people's lives? Yeah. Um, I am, you know, I get, I yeah. get, I get a lot of job satisfaction from, you know, working with the likes of BAE and the Veterans Foundation and the National Lottery and, you know, seeing and, you know, being able to bring money into the borough and distribute it to help people, that's where I get my job satisfaction and that's got to be reflected down, yeah, down the ladder. Yeah, on the ladder, I mean. Staff, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so lovely. So, in all the years of working within the community, mm -hmm. what's the biggest thing you would say you've learned about people? Well, because I've, I've worked in two different areas, yeah. um, the demographics in Wigan are yes. completely different to file. Right, okay. So for me, there's always there's, there's, there's people that are in need, you know, and, and our job is to help people that are in need. Yeah. So if we can put programmes on, if we can align our strategy with the likes of Falborough Council, uh, other local partners, you know, housing providers and things like that, to help local people, then for me, that's, you know, we're doing our job. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we're here to do. That answers your question. <laughs> I've got a bit on the tangent there. So, why have you chosen to go down the career path of working through Community Trust rather than a commercial enterprise? Is it because of the satisfaction, like you say? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, when I was at university and college, and you go through the process, and I've played football at a grassroots level, and like to work in football and you fancied yourself as a coach like many people fancy themselves as a coach um i quickly realized i was not a good coach no um, and, and i was introduced to wigan through a friend who was on the course at university and i got introduced that way so okay. i just did some volunteering i turned up and um it was on a really deprived area one of the worst areas in in wigan and i just developed this passion for working with young people yeah you know, I, my personality came across and just to see just to see the smiles on, on the children's faces who've been kicked out of the house with £1.50 yeah. to get a chip mutton mm -hmm. at half past four and don't come home till nine o'clock. Yeah. We're providing that football, that, that release for them. I just thought, this is for me. Yeah. This is for me. Um, and it's quite a passionate person, an ambitious person as you move up the ladder. So I moved from on the ground to project manager um, to then a manager of a department and then to an assistant director role. Um, it was like for me, where do I now get my satisfaction yeah. from? Yeah. And like I've just said, it's it's for me, it's all about you know setting up programs to meet the local need. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think that you know the programs that we deliver as a foundation representing the football club do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think you've answered this next question, but what is the favourite part of your job? 
um, that satisfaction yeah, of helping yeah. people. And it's helping people. And for me, just to give you an example, so a couple of years ago when I first started, there was a couple of pockets of refugees that, you know, were speaking okay. to local council. So there's a pocket of refugees in Kirkham and, you know, there was a couple of housing, I think HMOs there were, that was housing maybe 15 of them. So we had a chat with local councillors and um, we put a bid together, a plan together and worked with uh, Lancashire County Council and we received some funding to help them. Yeah. Now, without that funding, there's not there's no way that they would have been able to come to Fowl Sports and Education Centre and take part in, in a free activity. Um, so it was all about breaking down barriers, getting them to come to the local community, which they wouldn't have been able to afford yeah. because they only get a small amount of money to live off themselves. Right. Things like that are what make me... that what. I get job satisfaction from. Where you got um, your passion from. Yeah, yeah. just helping Boring. people, helping all the people reduce loneliness. You know, we, we get case studies and we get people coming through that saying, you know, without our service, they'd, they, they wouldn't have come out of their house. No. You know what I mean? And wow. to, to, to hear them first-hand uh, accounts from people, you know, telling you what your service has yeah. done for them, for me, you, you can't beat it. No. You really can't. And that's kind of, I don't think I'd ever be able to go into the commercial side now yeah. from being in, from yeah. being in this Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. So, this is a little bit off the pathway, yeah. but you are our first client on the podcast. So, yeah. I was wondering whether you could tell us your relationship with Danbro. Yeah. So, um, when I first joined, I was introduced to Danbro because yeah. uh, Danbro looked after our account. Okay. So, as a, I'd, I'd like to say, a medium sized charity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our income doesn't. You know, our income isn't big enough and there's not enough workload for us to employ a full-time okay. accountant. Okay. So, the, you know, the best bet for us to work yeah. with Danbro to, you know, employ or commission uh, yeah. Danbro for member of staff to work with us on a part-time basis mm -hmm. to look after our accounts, look yeah. after our invoicing and, and work with myself. And, and to be honest, it's been great. Yeah. Um, I've big him up a little bit. He's called Scott Harrison. <laughs> He's um, really good to be fair. Okay. Uh, he looks after our accounts, helps me with any queries I've got. He comes back straight away. Oh, great. Um, and to be honest, it's, it's a great relationship. Oh, um, you know, I don't see us, I don't I don't see the size that we are warranting a full-time member yeah. of staff just to look after accounts. So for us, this is ideal. Amazing. Yeah. So obviously after hearing all about the podcast and people listening, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them will want to get involved and help out. So how can yeah. they do that? So there's a few ways that people can get involved with us. Um, obviously, if you know somebody that's struggling with isolation or you think, oh, I know a veteran that might want to take part, then, you know, from a participation point of view, just get in touch with us, go to our website uh, or contact us on social media. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to get involved and think, you know what, I'd like to give a bit of time on volunteering, yeah. um, then again, it'll just be a case of contacting us, community at afcfile.co.uk. Um, but also if businesses want to get involved with us, <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, like I said, we've got the likes of BAE, and mm -hmm. um, we've got other local businesses that get involved with us. If mm -hmm. you know, it, even if it's things like um, purchasing Christmas presents for our local, uh, you know, Christmas appeal. Yeah. And um, there's there's loads of different ways that businesses can get involved with us. Um, so yeah, just if it's something that you, if these local businesses that are watching might yeah. want to get involved, then I just say yeah, just. Okay. contact us and we can go from there <laughs> amazing so this is the last question and we ask everybody this so yeah. how do you define success both in your personal and your career life Oof. so um from a personal point of view i always wanted to get to the director level okay um it was always an ambition of mine that 
when I join Wigan, it was, you know, you see the boss at the top mm -hmm. and that's where you want to get to. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to think I'm there now. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows, in a couple of years, would it be a bigger club? Yeah. You know, Progress. let's be realistically. Yeah. Um, but at this moment in time, I absolutely love this job and I think there's still um, there's still progress to be made with, you know, with the AFC File Community Foundation. I think, yeah. like I said earlier, I think we can get towards that £1 million turnover. Mm. If the club progresses and gets into the Football League, that opens up other avenues in terms of the relationship with the English Football League Trust. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think um, there's still progress to be made, yeah. um, you know, where we're at now. And that's my ambition. That's yeah. what keeps me going. That's what... Um, that's why I feed down to the staff, you know, we've got yeah. to be the best that we can be. Um, yeah, I think I've covered that from yeah, both. Yeah, from both. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's no been problem. lovely to hear from you. There you and go. we'll see you next time. Thank you.